0: Good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time this recording. This is episode 135 of the this Zone Podcast. And it's been about, about a good two weeks now, so we're back at it with some football for you guys. Kyrie, introduce yourself to the people, man.
1: But well, love. It's glad to be back, man. Let's get to it. Yo, when you, if you're tuning in, like, comment, subscribe, man. We need it. We just hit 150 subscribers. I'm trying to hit 200 within the next month. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. We hit 150 on the YouTube side, looking
0: pretty good for us, man. We're just looking forward to keep growing up. K-Dot, introduce yourself to the people, man.
2: You already know who it is, smartest man on the podcast, as
0: I always say. Smartest man on the podcast, yes, sir. Right here, live Johnny, introduce yourself to the people, man. Hello,
3: world. Just Johnny tapping in again, baby. Listen, I'm just an analyst, not an advocate. Just an analyst.
0: Just skills, yeah, not the
3: not the head. Two weeks, yeah, we back, man. Go birds, six and one. How about that, guys? Top of the division.
0: Yeah, yes, sir. It's a lot to talk about, but we're gonna dive straight to it, man. We're gonna talk about the hometown team, the team most of us are from, originated from Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Fly Eagles, fly. Listen, they made a statement win against the Dolphins, looking pretty good after that Kelly
3: Green night.
0: Yes, Eddie got the hat too. Represent right now. Come on, Eagles. Let's get some let's get endorsement going on. But listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> for real. The Jets are right. The Jets, you know, they kinda of kicked their ass. Not really kicked their ass, but we played down to their level. Kinda of disappointing. Uh but we made a win with the Dolphins. Um I got something for you guys. A lot of questions. You know, a lot of people came in into the season and thought the Eagles offense would be really dynamic and explosive. So far going into the game about five, six games in, I'd say it's pretty we got weapons. We we can utilize, and you know, we got a lot of varieties in the way we can attack. Uh, it's not as dy- dynamic and explosive people originally thought it would be. Considering you know AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, those guys aren't really having a subpar. Well, they're really just having a uh, yeah, not too great of a season, if you ask me. But some might say, hey, yeah, it's only a matter of time. Just what's your thoughts on the Eagles and how you know they could keep this going in terms of momentum, stacking up against wins because they got more fierce competition down the line. Uh, I think, who they play in the next two
1: games. They got a tough schedule, so it's pretty tough. I'm going to go ahead first, uh, just because um, one thing that i noticed over the past couple of weeks is, and that, uh, that I really like about the Eagles so far, and I can see them using this to continue improving it, to continue to uh kind of shut those doubters up, is that Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown connection? it was it wasn't really going that it wasn't really going that smooth the first couple of weeks we saw them have the big uh blow up on the sidelines i think we one or week two or something like that but that right. connection has been reinitialized and he's using AJ Brown as the weapon that he is the big physical wide receiver that he is and he's it, it's been working well when when AJ Brown play, plays well and when AJ Brown is scoring and getting yardage that's when we look like we're at our best so I um, I think that's been one of the main things and um I guess the Eagles kind of are our, our offense kind of sharpening our offense getting better has been that that connection right there also even though he's tailed off a little bit DeAndre Swift re uh, emerging as a as a, a very good back over here after he had a lot of, he left a lot of questions a lot of stuff on the table in Detroit over here he had a really good like a lot of good games he had that big breakout game against the Vikings um, he's been another big part um, and, and he had we haven't really got much from Gainwell but him alone as our running back, we got we've got a lot from him. We've been able to run him as our primary back. But for the most part, I'm I'm kind, I'm pretty satisfied with what I've seen from our, our offense so far. Um, our old line dealt with some injuries, a little nick there to Lane Johnson. I think somebody else might have went down, so I can't remember off the top of my head. But for the most part, we've been playing good. Um, I kind of miss seeing Jalen run a little bit more and having more plays designed for him to get out there and use his legs. But I think with the new system this year, the new OC this year, they're kind of focused on, or they're mainly focused on preserving him and keeping his legs and keeping his body right for the playoffs because we're expecting to go deep again. We're expecting Super Bowl again, so I I, I see why they're kind of limiting him and not using him so much in that sense. But I do miss seeing, I do miss seeing Jalen Hurts go out there because I think that kind of puts our offense to another level too because it's just somebody else they got to worry about um, on on the ground. So, uh, yeah, that's my little synopsis on the Eagles. I, I didn't want to take up too much time, but I definitely want to hear what y'all, you guys got to say because I'm feeling this right now. I ain't going to fool. All
0: right, Kendrick, I'm going to swing it to you But before Johnny, before we get into the first one, Kendrick. Just what's your thoughts on, you know, the, the Eagles' offense and, you know, how those guys can remain as competitors and you know for the long haul, especially when this season, um, you know, consistent, but okay. Not dynamic, but consistent.
2: Uh, So, I mean, pick up ball. I I think the Eagles offense is cool. I feel like I still want us to really improve in our red zone efficiency because I feel like it's just a play calling because, I mean, we got, we got some big body receivers. Like we have A.J. Brown, who's a big body, and then we also have Dallas Goddard that, like, you know, that we can utilize there. And I feel like we need to start utilizing that more. And um, being just more efficient there, because I'm really sick and tired of seeing like you know it's third and goal and we got like seven seven to ten yards to go and it's like oh yeah let's let's cook up a QB draw like you know it's just it's just right. aggravating because it's just like it's like we, why is that just the automatic go to on third and goal like QB draw you know it's just those things that just aggravate me with that and uh, overall I really feel like our offense is starting to pick up AJ Brown's really finding his stride he's been last five games he's had over 125 yards. Um, with uh, and like Devontae Smith is starting to tail off at the end, but I just feel like it's starting to see. Like I feel like,
1: nah, shit, uh, I mean. man, we're cooking so much, he's about to burn the house down.
0: I know he has uh, <laughs> Johnny. I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm swing it to you, Johnny. Then Kendrick could come back, handling you know what he has to handle. Go ahead, Johnny. Just give us some thoughts on the Eagles' offense. You know and what you think they can improve on.
2: Wait, can't you play? Hold on, Johnny. Can't you play? Hold on, my fault, real quick. Um, No, but um, basically, I feel like uh, da- Devontae Smith is tailing off, but I also don't think it's the, I don't even think he's tailing off as big as people may think how he was before. It's just people are now, their defensive coverage is changing. Now they don't want to go to the deep ball because Devontae Smith was cooking teams on the deep ball, and that's how we were using him. But now they're dropping so back far in coverage that Devontae can't really be utilized like that. And it's like A.J. Brown, it opened up the field for A.J. Brown. So I feel like that's why he's able to hoop the way he's doing, and our run game, our run game is, you know, our, they're starting, to, they're starting to like attack our run game a little bit better, and that's why it's also allowing AJ Brown to open up, and Dallas got her to start opening up and playing better as well. Um, so which I feel like our run game is still good, our run game can still go out and dominate and can still move the ball on the ground. It's just, you know, it's just it's like looking like we're all we're coming together and looking more complete. And we're looking more like last year where it's like each game is different on how we succeed. So it's like, you know, before last season, you would see us run the ball a lot and then we would dominate. And then you would see us pass the ball a lot because we would dominate there. And we're starting to pick that back up. We're starting to re-identify ourselves, being able to do one or the other, depending on how the game is approached. Um, also, I don't, I don't mind Jalen Hurts not running as much because, you know, last game he came in the second half, had that knee brace on and everything i really i really don't mind uh preserving him and having him run later in the season because it's just like i'd rather see him run later in the season than early in the season because you know okay i'd rather you check it down throw it out of bounds because listen our offense is so dynamic that i i really feel like once we get once the um once we get the ball moving and we once we get that momentum going we're good so that's why i'm like let Jalen Hurts reserve. Let him be a pocket passer. Let him scramble if he has to, not mm. designate him to scramble all the time.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I, I don't disagree with you, Kendrick. That's fair.
2: Uh, Johnny,
0: I'm going to swing it to you. Uh, just see your thoughts on the Eagles offense. You know what I mean? What's your reaction?
4: Well, so I said it before when, after week one, and I'll say
3: it again. This is what happens when you don't play your starters in preseason. Mm. But now where are we now, right? I feel like we're starting to slowly finally come along. I feel like this type of offense should have happened three weeks ago. Had we had been more prepared in the off season, but that's neither here nor there. My main point with the Eagles and where we are, where we, at, where we, where we might be headed, where we at right now, It's like, I'm not as sold as I was last year, but I am extremely thankful because I believe in progress. And the one thing, Sirianni presses on it. Jalen Hurts talks about it. Lane Johnson, Kelsey, all of the Eagles leaders, coaches, they talk about it. It's progress. They always talk about one game at a time. They always talk about, we're not thinking about the Super Bowl right now. And honestly, they're playing like it. The game that Jalen Hurts played the week prior, against the New York Jets, the the offense overall, the play call, the defense, heck of a stand by the defense, but just the offensive display compared to the display that they had on Sunday night against the Miami Dolphins, that's the symbol of progression. That's what makes me believe that what they're preaching all the time to the media because we're finally starting to get it. Jalen Hurts, 279 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, A.J. Brown, almost 200 yards of offense. And we had Dallas Goddard so heavily involved. I don't know if it was because it was national tight end day, Kelly Green night, or whatever. But I'm telling you, the way that we had him involved was, it should have happened three weeks ago. That right. definitely helped. Ran the ball way more swift. Honestly, I love Kenny Gainwell. But there was a nickname. I went to the game, guys, on Kelly Green Night, and the fans were cheering. Kenny, no game well. That's his new nickname in Philadelphia. Because Swift, it was hilarious. Because it's true. I'm sorry. I don't know what they saw in Kenny Gamewell, but we saw it since week one with the Patriots. Swift should have started. He should be the main carrier. Jalen Hurts should be second. Swift should be the main carrier. Kenny Gamewell, God bless you for the touchdown, brother. But at the same time, run the football to Swift. Run the darn football. Involve your tight ends. Get your receivers. Up. But the play calling was way better. And I feel like we don't let the Eagles do this, guys. We seem like we played the competition. We dropped that game against the Jets, but as soon as with the Miami Dolphins coming, a five and one team, we get things together. I don't know why it's like that. I don't know why we like it like that, but it seems like we're finally starting to get it together. And more importantly, defensively. My last note: defensively, like man, talk about being the anchor. They've been holding us down. They held, let's, let's not forget who the, Miami, who the Miami Dolphins are, guys, coming into that game and going forward this year. They're going to be a top five, if not top eight, top seven scoring offense in the league, most likely right. top five or lower. We held them to 4 for 11 on third down efficiency, 244 total yards, right. despite despite Tyreek Hills, Hill's touchdown in 80-plus, 80 88 yards, almost 90. Despite Jalen Waddle, despite the excellent play calling, because those the fact that those the how they how Miami designed their plays to get to the sideline on us, it killed us. But second half adjustments. So at the end of the day, I will say we're finally starting to get it together. I'm not as solid as I was last year, but this is what happens when you don't play your starters man early. But I feel like we're finally starting to get together,
4: guys. Six and one it feels good, right? <laughs>
0: Feels good. Listen, man, we do got oh, one
2: records right now. I did want to jump back in. Pick Ooh, up what Johnny just said. Right. Another thing is about the Dolphins and about that whole game and about and about the Eagles. I feel like you brought up the Jets, and I like that because honestly, I think the Eagles needed to lose to a team, and I think the Jets was the perfect team to lose to because mm-hmm. you know they needed that kick in the ass because you know they 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 it, they, it needed to happen, and I would rather it happened sooner rather than later. Solely because it, we were we were, we were were not executing. We were not playing well. We need to be held accountable. How can you hold yourself accountable if you're winning the game? You feel me? It's like yeah. you can only hold yourself so much accountable when you're like, well, we still got the win, you know? At the end of the day, we still got the win. But that loss to the Jets really showed them like, oh, we really got to pick it up. Our defense don't need to do nothing because our defense, even though they're injured, and like we got some injuries in our secondary, they still play well. They still come out and do their job. So it's like Offense, we're looking at you. What are you doing to fix that so we can, so it can be cohesive, so they can, so it can mesh well together and feed off of each other?
3: And that um, includes negating thing. turnovers. So, real quick, that includes <laughs> negating turnovers. A
4: lot of turnovers by Jalen Hurts lately. A lot. Gotta negate those.
2: Very true. And then also, speaking on the Dolphin side of things, let's be honest. All that, they have five wins. I gotta be honest. Out of those five wins, I'm feeling like four of them was really like, little bit easy versus you know the Chargers. The Chargers is a good team that deep. I don't know. They <laughs> often go pound for pound, but yeah, looking put, like, they put, yeah. The the looking like a they put forty on the Bills. They put forty on the Bills.
4: I think more. Wait, how much they blew the Bills out by? Ninety.
2: Um, no, the No, yeah, they they lost to the Bills before. Their first yeah. loss. Their only loss before Could us was the Bills.
3: They put like a. Well, it wasn't
2: a. It was like a. 50 oh, day. it was the Broncos. It was, Broncos. The, it was the Broncos. <laughs> they oh,
3: okay. No, that don't count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My fault.
4: And they and they, they were at the table one
1: time. Like, but I, I will get the Dolphins credit, though, because even though those those wins were a little bit easy, they didn't look good at all against the Bills. That That loss was bad. Their speed overall makes them such a dangerous offensive team. Like I honestly didn't think we were going like going into that game. I didn't. I didn't think we'd be able to contain that. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert. Mm. I didn't think Braxton Berrios. Even I didn't even think we. I didn't think we'd be able to contain all that speed because we have at least from what I see on the defensive end. Sometimes we go through spouts where, like last year, we can't tackle guys and our tackles are clean and we allow guys to get yards after the catch, like That's consistently. True. And it was, that wasn't happening, like you said. Tyreek Hill only had 88 yards. He got 11 cat like I think like 11 catches or something like that in the tub. But he couldn't break free like that. Jalen Waddle had uh, six catches for like 66 yards or something, something like that. Couldn't break right. free. He couldn't. They couldn't use that Wait. speed to timely well, stuff. Waddle
2: did have a back problem though. Waddle did have that back problem. Well,
1: he was hurt. I'm so... saying that. Yeah, he was hurt. But, even, Wait, that, but even, what, even with most they're on in the because most of them been killing this whole season. And once he's seen our front line, yo, he could, they, there was enough he could do, it wasn't enough he could do with them for real, for real. He cannot break free. Mm.
2: Listen, we, we stopped the number one rush team in the NFL because they was averaging about, I think they averaged about like 200, maybe two 300 yards. Um again. Oh. They held about, about five and yards. If you go look back at the total yards, they had like you looking at 250, 200, 345. Some mm-hmm. ridiculous numbers as a running team, and we held them to forty-five yards. That yep. just says a lot about our front seven coming together. Even though our linebackers is our weakest point in our defense, it still looked good because we still had Nicoby Dean, he came back. We still got, we we got made a play. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're making plays and they're doing Ola their Smith. Yeah. Easy like, and like and like that's and like that's what's so that's what's so dangerous about it. And speaking on the defense, speaking on the defense, we 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 really just picked up the top three safety in the league.
0: Right, oh, my praise man. We've been shout, Titans, man. <laughs> 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 shout out to them Titans, man.
1: Shout out to them Titans, bro. The Titans yeah, the thugs. Thugs. That's twice. That's twice, right, y'all? What? Shout out to them, though. That's all I gotta say.
0: Shout out to them. Ice man, can't take y'all enough. But, like,
3: and, and and can I just add to that, like, heck of a of a of a, of a name, an eight. Can I just add, like, this guy is a like premature monster, bro? In addition to the fact that the Eagles held the Dolphins to four for 11 on the third down with Tommy Stops, adding this safety, all pro safety, I'm talking 40 tackles one year, 62 tackles, eight picks, four. Four picks, 60 tackles, 13 pass defenses, 68 tackles. This guy, and on top of that, his durability. It's my favorite thing about this guy. He plays 17, 18. He he does he maybe misses one game every other season. This guy he's durable. He's consistent. Ken, uh, bro, can a buyer, bro. Howie Roseman? What what is wrong? How does he do it? How does he keep doing it,
1: guys?
0: I'm I'm looking at the Eagles front office and saying, and you know, I'm looking at the Sixers front office, and I'm
1: saying, damn. Don't and We, you even, mentioned him, that we even mentioned him grabbing Julio. That wasn't nothing too crazy, but them even grabbing Julio, like just, just the- like what? Possession your oh, receiver? That's- wait a minute! It, it, it's that receiving? Death. There's another vet in there too.
0: Like, hold on, wait a minute! Like this guy's really making some moves. So, I, listen, wait, Chris hopped on. Hey, Chris, introduce yourself to the
4: people, man. Get yourself out there. <laughs> Right the Raiders have entered the building. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. Tyler who who is he? <laughs> all, right, all, right, all 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 right. We need got to do all that. All right,
0: but listen. Wow. Uh, listen, Chris. I want to swing it to you, friends, before I swing it to everybody else. So, Chris, just what's your thoughts on some of the trades the Eagles been making? I mean, they've been ramping up it done to, to keep themselves, you know, to, to get that title at the end of the day. They're making the right moves, in my
4: opinion. Just what's your thoughts on that? was your reaction I did see that I thought it was false news Right. You That's know I, you know he's an opportunist. How are we gonna hear that? The Swiftly was more like a risk that paid off for real. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey. Certainly doesn't hurt. Not at all. Not at all. All right, Kyrie,
0: just give me your thoughts on the trades. What's your reaction? You know, and how does it improve the team?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot that hasn't been said already for real, for real about by Kevin Byard. Like Johnny mentioned, his 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 ability to break up plays, his ability to break up passes, just be a pest on a, a, at that safety position back there, and it, it, he just makes so much more of an impact that we haven't really had consistently back there. So I definitely think that upgrades us, and um, it, it's going to be fun to watch. Like, that's, that's what I got to say. All right, John, before I it anything,
0: Kendrick, you want to add any two cents so we get to the, the last?
3: Not, that's pretty much it. Sean Desai, and I, I, real quick, I love, the, I love the team he came to, obviously because he's familiar with Adrian Brown, but Sean Desai, our defensive coordinator, is going to have a ball with this guy. He loves blitzing. He loves using D backs. He works very well with secondary players, players in the secondary, and I think these guys are just going to connect. It he's gonna, it's going to remind him of. Now I don't think he was the coordinator when Chancellor was there for the Seahawks, but even still, you get my point, man. I'm like this guy has been, but like I say, his durability, bro. He plays football games. I'm right. really confident in not having to worry about. Oh, my God, is he going to play? Because God knows Avante Maddox has given us that problem way too much. Like, you're right. so good, but you just don't play. It's just, I love the durability and the consistency of the play with the durability. Bro, through six games this year, he's already got 30 tackles. Through six right. games this year, he's already got 30 tackles by himself. Like, I'm very, 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 peace of mind and set.
0: Thank you, Howie. Howie, what a guy. What a guy. Kendra. anything else we go to the last topic? All right, let's get let's dive into it. The last topic of this episode, you know, a lot of positives, a lot of things to look finally off, you know, because we're the Eagles. Unlike some some guys with some teams, we're not gonna you know do
4: that. But of course, why? We, we we didn't. It's not what my client means to say. that
3: Eagles still progressing. Good teams don't have losing streaks. <laughs>
4: it's what he means to say. What my client means. I didn't say anything. Get yeah, a little to. get a little. T- I don't know what, what what got you so defensive. I didn't we'll say anything. On. For those of you who do restrictions on podcasts, we do doing MFM. That segment's tomorrow. That segment's tomorrow. Tune tune in tomorrow for that segment that Chris is referring to.
3: In the meantime,
4: we're not talking about that. Chris, down. Down. let's. <laughs>
0: All right, Kendrick, I'm going to slay it to you. And it's about what teams that should be looking to sell or buy, in, in your opinion. What franchises right now, and your thoughts, you know, you might be looking to buy or you would be looking to sell? Give me your thoughts. Break it down to me.
4: Um, let's see. I got to be honest. Talk
2: to me. It's going to be wild. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. Do I have listen, what teams should just start selling? Well the Dude. Titans have already started selling. So
4: <laughs> they might as
2: well turn that fire sale up. They turn it um, up get that fire sale going. Let's see. I don't think I mean I don't know. The 49ers, I mean all the teams that are winning right now and up, they don't really need to be buy like so so I would say buyers. Um yeah. I also feel like I feel like the Bills need to be buyers. The mm. Bills need to go. No, yeah, they need to be buyers. They need to go call. They need to call up uh, the Titans so they can get another key player. Like you know, DeAndre Hopkins is available. Folks is calling about Jerry Judy. Like the Broncos need to sell because I don't know how, the Broncos. I don't, I don't know. They don't over there. They, they,
4: they
2: need to chalk that up.
4: That
2: experiment this failed. Uh, ah man. Um, they got. They got. They got it. Like I feel like the Bills. Uh, it's it's getting tired. Like the Bills. It's easy to read the bills because it's like digs. Not digs. Josh Allen's going to do something backyard football to win the game. And if we can stop that, what what, what do they have? They don't have nothing. They don't have nothing.
1: That's you know, true.
2: they need to do, they need to go out and get another key receiver. Another good receiver. I know they still have Gabe Davis as a B third, but he he's a, he's a he's a player that come out and give you a hundred yards one game and then come back out again and give you twenty yards next game. You it's know, of the, it, who's
3: his quarterback? Like you know,
2: right? He it needs a quarterback. It, 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 is, it is that it is that, but it's still like you still he doesn't. If, if that's the case, you know how the quarterback is. Everyone sees Josh Allen. Everyone sees that he needs a trust factor. He doesn't have that trust factor. with Gabe Davis the same as Stefan Diggs. Understand? There are two different caliber players. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and try and compare Gabe Davis to right. Stefan Diggs, but I'm, I need to compare, but we need to, I need, to, Josh Allen needs somebody as close to as reliability, as reliable as he has with Stefan Diggs. He needs reliability, not as so much talent, but somewhere you can go. So like Stefan Diggs double coverage, I can comfortably throw to my slot receiver, whether they go get uh, Jerry Judy, boom, you get Jerry Judy, boom, knock. Pass, pass, pass. Like he can, he can give you those. He can give you those four to eight catches a game, you know. And, and in between those sticks and do all of that for you. Mm. While you know you still have Stephon Diggs a bit, that that you know that you're you're a superstar, you know. Or you can go out here and get a little. You can get an age DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's still there. And he people gonna still give him the respect that he that he deserves, even right. though he's coming up on age. But they're still gonna show him that respect because it's still DeAndre Hopkins, and that's still another reliable target you can go to consistently, you know. And that's why I feel like the Bills need to be buyers. Hmm. Uh, I, I the, you know check. what the the Chargers, the Chargers, they can 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 they trade a defeat the defensive coordinator for another defensive coordinator? Can they do that? Be because like some gotta give, bro. Because it's like they you get all this talent. You looking at all this talent. Khalil Mack looking at Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa looking at Darwin James, and they looking like
0: crazy. Really, what really? we doing? On paper, it's just phenomenal, then, you know, the results
2: themselves. And then you – and then you – you Justin Herbert looking at looking at himself like, bro, honestly, what else can I do besides yeah. trying to outscore them and I can't do that when, for some reason, if we play even a semi-good defense, they get one stop, that could be game for them. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. Hey, nah. Get him a defensive coordinator.
0: He's tired. Listen,
1: can't you update that? great points you made, uh, kendrick made I, a lot of great points yeah i i got a team i want to throw into that bias category too because what, what kendrick was pretty much saying about the bills and like how they're kind of like tired now and they're, it's pretty much they're pretty much at the point where it's like all right what's the next step like what's what can we do to separate ourselves even more now from what we are because it, it's kind of looking like they peaked right now
4: right.
1: so and another team that even though they're, they're nowhere near the caliber as the bills the minnesota vikings and I say that because they've got the talent as far as Justin Jefferson. Uh, J- Jordan, Addi- uh, uh, Jordan Addison, who's really coming onto the scene, is shown to be a really good receiver. T.J. Hawkinson. Kirk Cousins just won you a Monday night football game against the Niners. Like, I, if, if if he, after he, played, one like after those, that he played after 1 o'clock and won. I'm saying. I'm, I am against the Niners.
0: So, it's like. Kirk Cousins, uh, is, it's always it's, been a. It's always been a fluctuating with, with Kirk Cousins standing as quarterback, you know.
1: And this is a problem because, like, even like th- th- like like throughout the years, like when they had like Stephon Diggs and Thielen and stuff like that, when they had Dalvin Cook, it was like they were good, but it was like they were never able to get over that hump. That's so, true. and at the position they're at now, their defense isn't when it wasn't like it's not like what it was like before. It's not what it used to be. Um, they're good at stopping a run here and there, but they're still mediocre. That's true. The only other thing I can really see them doing is is upgrading that running back position because Andre Matt or whatever Madison, he's he's not it. And Cam Akers, Cam Akers showed a little bit of flashes on Monday uh, Monday against the against the Niners, but he's not he's not it right now either. I know they traded for him and whatnot, hoping he's like, no. I think they need to go out and figure out a way to go and trade for Derrick Henry. Cause like y'all said, like we're saying, the Tennessee mm. Titans they they sell it right now. They I, they they going to full rebuild mode. I don't think ten even though he might be hurt. Or I don't think Tannehill starting the next game. I think they're throwing mm. Will Levis in there. Um, I I don't see I don't see why the Minnesota Vikings wouldn't go after a guy like Derrick Henry that gives you like that kind of gives you what Dalvin Cook used to give you a a, a third, like a, a strong back a guy that could get you yards after contact and um. You got weapons on the outside to the point where you don't have to utilize them as much. You got a Hawkinson. You got Justin Jefferson when he comes back from injury. You got Jordan Addison who's gonna be a really good player, it seems like. And, and KJ Osborne as well. So it's like you got weapons on the outside to make things even to make their things that often. And at that point, it's just tightening up that defense. And I think the Vikings can be another team we're talking about in that in the NFC North being a uh, being one of the top NFC teams. You look like you had something to say though, to Kendrick. What's good? The only
2: thing I do have to say is I don't know we should be saying Justin Jefferson's still gonna be there. Because you know, he does have that hamstring injury. But however a bigger problem is, he does not have a new contract.
4: Mm. So, okay.
2: That's, that's, and you know, if you and if you're not if you're not gonna talk money to him, he's not gonna he not gonna put that uniform back on and he's gonna look at y'all and be like, yeah. I, my hamstring really bothering me, you know. My my, I'm still sore. Can't, I can't run that that slant route. I can't do no more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, it's a dangerous game. He won his money. He he earned it. He earned it. All pro, all, right. all, all offensive player of the year. Well, but look at you it know, though. It look different. at it though.
1: Look at it though. You you bring in King Henry? Even even though he's been up and down a little bit, he he hasn't been like his 2020 show. You bring it to King Henry. Your guys decorated him and run it back in his caliber. Like, yo, look, we got another weapon. That like, we we trying to help you out. Like, we like, we trying to get shit set. We try to talk to Kurt and to get him going on on the Monday night and Sunday night and Thursday night football games. Like, what, like, we we try to work with you. Like, what's good? You think he's gonna turn that down? <laughs> with all the talent that they got offensively.
2: Listen, I mean, they they if they start if they went start winning more games. He he might have a change of attitude. But you know, they need they need to win next week. They need to win the following week. Kirk Cousins still needs to play at that high level.
1: Mm-hmm. But look at it, though. And
2: and- they're
1: they still in good position, though, because they only like two games behind the Lions. And the Lions just got whooped. The Lions just got smacked on. And I know they're dealing with injuries and stuff, too. I think Amon Ross A. Brown was out that game. And um, D- David Montgomery, of course. But... I still think I I'm I'm pretty high on the lines too, but I still think that division is up for grabs. Like I still think that like they they like they competition worthy and they they still should be looking at that. Like yo, we can be up there. Of course, not having not having judges is gonna hurt, but like they they got a lot of upside. They they shouldn't be as bad as they are. That's all I'm. That's pretty much what I'm getting at. They shouldn't be as bad as they are considering the talent that they got. But I think getting a guy like Derrick Henry, bro, that's like it's offensively I'm saying that that solidifies them like that's that can be something crazy for real okay I don't disagree with none not anything you said Kyrie especially you know, I, I have one more player I wanted to throw out there too just because I'm I, I, I hate watching him struggle I hate watching him play so bad and not get the snaps and not get the not get the, the, the activity out there and that's T Higgins from the Bengals yo oh, he, yeah. and he's been hurt He's had a rib, He's had. He's been dealing with a rib injury. Joe Burrow was hurt the first couple of games. Dealing with the calf. He probably still is, but we don't know because he, he he likes to tough it out and he's going to play regardless. But he just got that break. So, but T T, yo, know, I seen I seen a nickname go on social media, yo. Know? They calling him T-Coy now. Like he, he's media. pretty much he's pretty much Jamar Chase's decoy for real for real. Social media. And, and, He's not like he, – he, he. they just don't really get him involved in the offense. When he's out there, he had one good game this season. But outside of that, it's been does. He had like a 2-for-8 or an 0-for-8 game as far as targets go. And I think it's just time for him for a new scenery. I think the, I think the Bengals need to look elsewhere for another uh, a, a second option at wide receiver. I can't really – I've been trying to think about it this whole time, but I can't really see where I could see T going. Maybe Bills. Baltimore. Bills. Bills, Bills will be tough. The
4: Bills will be tough. I like that. I'm, I'm still thinking Baltimore, though, because I, I still feel like, ah. Uh,
1: maybe the Bills. Maybe the Bills. Maybe okay. The, I, I like that. I like that.
0: Okay. All right. I, I'm going to switch it to Johnny. We're going to end it off with Johnny. Listen, what NFL franchises, you know, you're looking to buy? So, because Kendrick and uh, – Kyrie has some great takes. Oh, Chris, back on. Go ahead, Johnny. Then swing it to Chris. Well,
3: yeah, for sure. Um, I actually want to piggyback off a couple of teams that Kendrick said, and I think one team that um that Kyrie said, I, I, like, bro, y'all are right. Like, these are probably the teams that the aforementioned teams are the teams that are probably looking to rebuild, blow up, or just move on for the future, or just get pieces that might just benefit them, like whether it be change the scenery for the players, or maybe they're just trying to rebuild like the Titans or whatever. But like, I mean, shoot, man, we're talking receivers and whatever. It's a couple. it's like two quarterbacks that have caught my eye this year that I feel like can benefit from targets such as a T Higgins, such as a Jerry Judy. Shoot, man. Cortland Sutton. So i, I one of my trade trade proposals will be for any of those receivers to go to the Texans. They have a quarterback down there. That can throw the football. Nice. They got a quarterback that can throw the football. A hey, Kendrick, you right. Jerry Judy. Kyrie, you right. Uh T. Higgins might need to change the scenery. Uh, Cortland Sutton might need to change the scenery. Houston is calling, guys. You need a quarterback. It looked like they might got something down there. So, uh, I feel like C.J. Stroud could really benefit from veteran quarterback, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, whatever, if that's doable, whatever. But even still, uh, it's just a simple point uh, that I feel like the Texans have shown. He ain't going, to
0: back to Houston, to man, going back to
1: Houston,
3: bro. He's <laughs> not going back to Houston, If that's doable, right? If that's doable. But, you know, uh, I, I see what point, Yeah, might, might have went too far with that one, right? Like, uh, uh. But the point still, still, is still, I think the owner's still there, so he ain't messing with that. But the points still stay saying, the same. Uh, over there, uh, the, I mean, Houston's looking good if, if you're a receiver. Um, that hasn't been there before. But that, that's one spot. I, and there's another quarterback that's also caught my eye that I think can benefit as well. I like Jordan Love. I like Jordan Love, how he's been coming along. I had mentioned this in a segment before. This is what happens when you actually groom a quarterback. A lot of quarterbacks over the past couple of years have been thrown to the fire, and some have hit the ground running. And I feel like Jordan Love is one of those prospects that are, is from like an old school set. Like they brought this kid in and built him, and basically he's showing what he can do now. And I feel like he deserves a weapon. I like Zach Hurts, guys. Two okay. reasons. Number one, Green Bay has already been inquiring about Zach Hurts since he was a Philadelphia Eagle. They've always liked him. They've always gave us offers to him. We just always said no. Zach Hurts is in a is is with Arizona. Playing alongside Trey McBride in a rebuilding franchise. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind moving. And what and, what, and, yeah, and why and why not? Go, no. Is he what? Oh my go god. Okay, well, shoot, man. Does he even still at this point, I don't even know if Zach even still wants to even be there at this point, seeing where yeah. the franchise is headed. Why not go to a franchise? Why not go to a team where you're obviously gonna get more targets? You're obviously going to be, if not the number one option, the number two. I'm thinking 1A, 1B, if not 1A option. And at the same time, like, you know, just boost up boost up your name, you know, just get some targets, you know what I'm saying? But it's like those are the couple of proposals that, I, that I've offered that actually kind of could make some sense. I'm going to hit you guys in the head with this one, and you can hang me if you want to. Like I said, I'm just an analyst, not an advocate. I like Derrick Henry. I believe that Derrick Henry should move on, too. Minnesota Vikings is an excellent team. I didn't even think about that. Because before that, I was going to say Tampa Bay. Ah, uh, I like those guys, man. I'm not going to lie. They've they been, they been feisty this year. They just, they, they just happen to be the worst rushing team in the NFL. But that can change. Which makes sense. You bring over a guy that can rush. Other than their running game, look up the stats, guys. These guys Baker is throwing heat. Mike Evans is still someone he can play. Chris Goblin is still around. That that that, they're still that defense is still there. They just need a running back. I feel in that division. In that division, you can take that division. Okay,
1: but see, Mike Evans don't got a contract neither. He he even going around in trade talks right now. So who who's yeah, even to say that? Made,
3: that made me mad. They ain't do that deal in the summertime. That made nah, me mad about that.
1: mad. I think I don't think they should let him go. Him and Baker. Darren the, bu- the Bucks. He'll stay. Hell
3: yeah! <laughs> it
1: just, just like Jenna's in that contract where are like, yo, look what we got for you. Like, you we do.
3: But yeah, those Look. are my trade proposals, guys. evil ways. We'll see. We'll see what it happens. Um, real quick sidebar. I do personally believe that the 49ers, even though they're our our rival outside the division, I'm not gonna lie, they can use another weapon. I like McCool Hartman. I think he fits into that style of play because of the style that he the style of the style of player that he is and how he's used. I think I feel like the 49ers will be able to plug him into their offense real quick, taking off pressure from Christian McCaffrey. But you know, what's the
4: thing?
1: I like him. Ain't okay. Hartman just go back to the Chiefs? Yeah, he, he went he back
3: went, to the I, Chiefs, bro. I like, I, I like, I, I, I like wishful thinking, like I said. But I think I feel like the Caffrey's getting like the, the wear and tear is coming down on him. They need another weapon alongside IU and and those other guys. But I, I feel like McCool Hartman because of his play style and Debo, bro. Another year where he's hurt, guys. He's up and down. Yep. Wishful thinking, listen, though. But those look, are my trip proposals. So not bad.
1: I really listen. listen I really you, like you, the syndrome, bro. I really, I, I think they should be mine. Yeah, bro. If you're, bro, a,
3: if you're you. a receiver, Houston's the place to call.
1: Hell yeah, I fuck with that.
2: All right, listen. What, hold on. You, before that, before that, listen, listen, listen. You keep bringing up this 49ers and weapons. You know what they need, though. You know what they really need? Can we? Can they, can they? Can they? Can they get? Can they not get a plug-in quarterback? Can Can they actually get a quarterback? That's that. That's that. That's all they need. Purdy you a, ain't looking they too stop purdy. Because ah. he's a plug-in quarterback. Like, people overhyping it. He's a plug-in quarterback, bro. You throw the ball five yards on that team, anybody will make you look like the best quarterback, bro. I'm throwing five yards to George Kittle. He done turned it to a 45-yard game.
1: <laughs> this is my thing with him, though. He underutilizes Kittle in a lot of ways. The game that that Debo when Christian McCaffrey went out, Kittle had one reception for one yard. Like why is he not getting the ball? Why are you not feeding him? Are you kidding me? I, I'm pretty sure he. I'm because I have him in fantasy. And I, and I double back. But he Damn. had one for one yard. Yes. And Debo and Christian McCaffrey was gone. So it, I see. I when see no, what you know, When saying. they, they overfed
3: him against the Cowboys, they got him back for it. They overfed him against the Cowboys to score three. I think.
1: He did, yeah, but they only went to him on those. They only went to him when they was in the red zone though. Literally only in a red zone. That's the only time they really, they went to him. His three catches was no touchdowns. <laughs> like.
0: Guys, all right. I'm going to swing it to Chris so we can end it off on the episode. Go ahead, Chris. What
4: teams, what end for the franchises
0: are you looking to buy and are you looking to sell? Ain't good, why.
4: Kyler, Kyler Murray, I, I, you just don't
0: know what you're getting rid of. Everything around him, yeah, he got to
1: go, yo. Like, what the hell paid
4: <laughs> What are we going to be done with him? He's going to be running for his life out there. <laughs> Peyton just, is just in the wide receiver. Man, it's the NFC South, bro. <laughs> NFC South. Oh, you don't make receivers. that many adjustments to take that division. That's because Thielen not supposed to be your number
1: one option. Like, that's that's all it is. <laughs> Terrence uh, Terry, Marshall nowhere to be found, for real. Jay Judy. Uh, listen, I was uh, that. Hop. Uh,
2: I would say, you know, they could draft Marvin Harrison, but, you know, the Bears got that pick, so.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and speaking of the Bears, yeah, you're right. I agree with that. Get, Darryl Mooney, I've been like him. Before, I, before this season started, I like Darryl Mooney. Send him to, like, a team that throws the football. Send him to the Chargers or somebody like that. Get him out of here. Get, they get him off the Bears and get him on a team that throws the football because
4: he's tough. I would love to see what Justin Herbert do with him. What's we thinking? Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. absolutely perfect. <laughs> Josh Jacobs gotta go, Chris. Josh Jacobs gotta go. <laughs> I was I was thinking and I didn't want to make you mad though, Chris. I was thinking. Yeah. What do you mean? will be.
1: St- yeah, I I don't know why Hunter Ruffo just fell off the face of the earth like that. I don't, I don't know what happened to him. I don't
4: know I don't I love that The ball. from What happened? First of all, you got Jimmy G as your quarterback. <laughs> Josh McDaniels. <laughs> <Victor. laughs> A Hooper. Well, he was, he the was the next what? Cole Beasley. <laughs> me, he me. Oh, no no I think you, I thought he was a phenomenal quarterback. You don't think so? Ah, <laughs> uh, me. No, 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 you're not see <laughs> See, wrap it up. See, wrap it up. See, wrap it up before he keeps going. I think Chris
0: got nothing else. Anyone else got anything else for ending this episode, man?
4: <laughs> <'Cause he didn't... laughs> oh, you, you, you be nice to my team. All right, well. Oh, God.
0: I know he Don't worry, Johnny. He's just upset because, you know, his franchise is trash. His semi franchise trash. The Nuggets fans.
2: You know what? I'm out of here, man. I ain't
4: trying to hear all that. Love you, Andrew. Let's start it. I ain't trying to hear this negativity, man. (laughs) That's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're, you know, we're in the so with that being said, let's end off. The- no, I said we're stuck in the president. We're not worried about you know we'll we'll catch up in terms of the we're here to play and the play in the tournament. Okay?
2: I hope we finish twelve. <sighs> Ha ha ha! Angels, turn it off! Turn it off!
4: Turn it off! Turn it off! No one cares. Don't ah. no care. <laughs> but did anybody make a change? Shut up! All right, shut up. up! Cut, cut it, up. it! Cut, cut, it. It. All right, cut it. it now! Cut it now! Cut it! Cut it. All right. We're end
0: episode one hundred thirty-five. I hope you guys enjoyed the last the banter you know before we ended off the episode hopefully you guys enjoy this episode as much as we enjoy recording this episode thanks a lot for the support i'm talking about it Kyrie said we got a shout out to 150 subscribers We think about three weeks ago we was at like 130 so you know you guys are tuning in we appreciate that uh leave a like comment subscribe let us know good or bad whatever feedback We we all take it in. We strive to improve ourselves episode in, episode out. You can follow us on all streaming platforms. I'm talking about Apple, Spotify, iHeart, whatever social media, whatever platform is out there, we're on it. Google Podcasts. Check us out. With that being said, have a great day, everyone. Stay tuned for the next couple episodes, the baseball and basketball episode in the world. Be tuned, be subscribed, and you'll be the first to know. Go Birds. Go Birds. Go Texas!